0: How's it going welcome back to another episode of the budget shop uh, i am andrew i'm one of your uh, hosts for this program
1: hey guys it's mr comma number five here you can always uh find uh me out there at mr comma number five on twitter i'll spell that except for the five and of course our primary account at cmd tower And welcome to a new episode of The Budget Shop, where floor-to-ceiling has no meaning and the foiling is always taco-shaped. So, today, we're actually going to be focused on Golgari Recursion Graveyard decks uh, for our budget and ultra-budget brews. Why don't you talk to us about what Golgari Recursion looks like to you holistically when someone's really trying to build a deck, but they're scrapping for pennies stuck to that underside of the park bench?
0: no for sure so uh yeah reanimator decks uh that's typically what i'm what what I'm, th- what I'm thinking of when i'm thinking of budget there are lots of different kinds of graveyard decks whether it be you know aristocrats and all those sort of things but i think the easiest way to build a deck around your graveyard is reanimator um and golgari just so happens to have a number of legends that are actually really good for the archetype and also really cheap which is fantastic um so I think with any reanimator deck, there are a couple different things that you are you need, right? You need uh, a way to get something, to get cards, preferably lots of cards, into the graveyard. You need ways to get the cards back from the graveyard. And then you need things to that are worthwhile that are worth it to cheat, you know, because if you're casting a reanimator spell, typically you want to be, you don't want to cast a four mana reanimate spell <laughs> and get back a two mana, you know, card. That's sure. rough. Um, So you're typically, you know, wanting to make sure that you're casting things that are on the cheaper side and that you're getting something big. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, And so the cool part is, so a third of those, um, so, of those three categories, one third of that, the uh, creatures that you're going to reanimate, that you can make as budged as you want, honestly. Um, like, I've seen people do a colossal dreadmaw, well, six mana trample, and just beat the tar out of me. Like, it's like, just an avid removal, <laughs> and it, happened, you know, it happens. So, you really, uh, obviously, there's things that are better than other things. You know, sure. your shield your massacre worms, your. Uh, Pla- I don't, platinum empyrean i don't know all kinds of like really cool giant scary demons and robots and yeah beasties right um but uh really you can take your pick and there's so many to choose from um that you you could, it's easy to find something on a budget i would say pick something six maybe but seven and up really um creature like seven cost and up you're gonna find something worthwhile right um so that's a third of it. And that's the super easy part, I think. That that's not difficult to build on a budget. Um the other two parts are a little more difficult. Um the so the other the, the second one is the what you use to reanimate. There are actually a number of cards that pretty much every draft set has some five mana spell that says five mana get a creature, creature yeah from the graveyard, right? So Um, if you're really pinching pennies and those, those work like it, it, it'll get the job done. You know, um, it might not be splashy. Uh, it's not, (laughs) uh, you know, one and two drops, but it definitely can get the job done. So, and those are, you can find those for, you know, pennies literally. Um, and so really, I think the tough part on a budget is finding ways to fill the graveyard. Uh. Because you want it to be something that is, typically, you want it to be something that is repeatable um, or it fills a lot at a time. And if you do things that fill a lot at a time for a cheap cost and things that are repeatable, um, it's going to be, those are going to be typically a little more expensive, especially the more efficient you are trying to be, typically the more
1: expensive it gets. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I agree with all of that. You know, c- kind of the way that I had looked at it was, okay, well, how many cards are we going to have access to if we just kind of do the generic what's under a dollar? Well, there was over a thousand cards under a dollar. So then <laughs> sure. I had to kind of pivot and say, okay, well, when I think of Golgari reanimation, recursion, graveyard matters, like what are the staples that I think of? Okay, And like, are those budget, you know? And guys, they are like cards like Victimize, two colorless black sorcery, choose two target creature cards in your graveyard, sack a creature. If you do, return the chosen cards to the battlefield tapped. 20 cents. Super, super cheap. Um, Command the Dreadhorde, insanely powerful. That's a uh, four colorless black, black. And I'm actually doing this from memory. Sorcery, I'm pretty sure it's a rare. Um, And it essentially says, choose uh, any number of creatures and or planeswalkers in graveyards. And then essentially you pay life equal to its CMC. The card's 42 cents. So the other thing that I definitely saw a theme of is that there's plenty of cards that reanimate creatures do lands, do artifacts. You really kind of had the best of everything. So I really think as we explore the budget shop and we're really looking at these budget builds and how we can try to save money, I think, and and I'm curious what you think, uh, Oob. I think Graveyard Matters Golgari will probably be the most budget-friendly of any archetype out there. I mean, can you think of anything that would maybe be even... Like just giving you more access. Right.
0: I think that uh, tokens is a real pretty. Honestly, kind of easy to build on a budget too. That's fair. Um, there's so many options. Um, that is one of the things I will say. With as many, you know, you, you if you're listening to this podcast, you're pretty bought in Magic player. I would say, um, and so you've probably hear various content creators, or maybe even felt yourself like, oh man, there's just so much product. And that's, Mm -hmm. that's completely true. Like it has been very, very difficult for me to, you know, keep up, you know, I barely know what happened in Baldur's (laughs) Gate, not to mention what it's double masters now, I guess. I don't know. But one of the really cool things about the silver lining, I guess you would say with so many sets is that inevitably they are either reprinting cards uh, and bringing prices down. So things are going to be more budget um, or they are giving us so many more options and not every single single one of those options are are going to be worth a lot of money you look you know if you have you know your top three reanimator spells like you know not there are not going to be 10 reanimator spells worth you know a million dollars mm-hmm. there's going to be the, a couple and then anything printed after that is going to be worth less and is going to be more budget and more budget range so, and i think that's great for a budget player so
1: Yeah. And, you know, I even saw more of this as I personally went through our dollar deck challenge. That'll be uh, on our Twitch stream with Oob, myself, Big Tuck and Marketing Ross on July 11th, uh, 730 Central Time at Twitch.tv slash CMD Tower. So as I went through that challenge, I mean, genuinely, I was like, man, I just, you know, it, it. you could find anything you need on a budget as long as you're willing to lower your expectations maybe right. on uh sorcery versus instant speed or it's 6 CMC instead of 3 CMC stuff like that mm-hmm. um but i was just i was just really surprised that for golgari i mean there was only like a handful of you know like reanimate um trying to think what are some other uh real key reanimation spells in black mass reanimation spells i think outside of command the dread horde
0: like and, and i yeah out, command the dread horde is pretty cheap um mass ones so like living death um yeah there you go like that's expensive um i'm trying to think uh what's the one that's like it's like a nine drop and it's raised rise of the dark realms
1: yeah there you go rise of that's the that's another Rome. big one
0: so if you're wanting to do like your entire graveyard yeah you're probably going to be paying a little bit for that twilight's call <laughs> used to be super cheap but it's actually like a dollar or two now that was one of my favorites because you could it was modal you know six mana you sorcery get everything back or you could pay two <laughs> extra and do it at instant speed
1: and just wreck people is the
0: best oh god i love that anyway um <laughs> so yeah I, you're totally right though i i, I agree
1: Awesome. Well, guys, uh, before we head over to our next section, we would love for you to check out our great patron community at patreon.com slash cmd tower lots of different tiers that you can sign up for lots of opportunities for you to actually be on like literally right now as ube and i are recording uh my fellow host big tuck is over at our twitch channel streaming with a patreon uh member with uh you know a member of our team uh and roll who does eternal of hot takes so you get opportunities to be on our twitch stream you get opportunities to be on bruise and builds it's just a great great awesome uh, community and all that uh support that you guys give us directly feeds the channel So, patreon.com slash cmdtower. Well, since we've kind of said we're focused on this Golgari uh, reanimation archetype, we really need a legend to helm said deck. So, (laughs) kind of where I went on this, um, I went a little bit different. Okay. So, you know, normally when we're kind of thinking of uh, Golgari Graveyard Matters, it's usually reanimation. Like, hey, we're trying. Like you said, we're trying to get the cheap things, bring them back out. Uh, just find ways to circumvent different restrictions. And for me, I just started to think, like, okay, I think I see some great commander options. I just don't know if there's going to be enough budget cards to build out the ninety nine. Mm-hmm. So as I've gone through my own budget exercises, I find if you find combat matters. That's like the best route to go to stay on a budget. So I thought Varol is the Scar Striped was a really smart choice for my Golgari budget deck. Interesting. Yeah. So this guy is Colorless Golgari. Um, it's a legendary creature, Troll Warrior. It's a 2 2. Uh, you can get a copy for about 44 cents. Thanks, Dragonlance. Yeah. <laughs> Uh each creature card in your graveyard has scavenge. The scavenge cost is equal to its mana cost. Exile a creature card from your graveyard and pay its mana cost. Uh put a number of plus one plus one counters equal to that card's power on target creature. Scavenge only is a sorcery. And then its second ability is sacrifice another creature, regenerate raz the Scar-striped. So, thought was it's a 3 mana commander on the body we have our graveyard engine essentially mm-hmm. um so it's easy access easy to get to like i said only three So we're able to cast this consistently turn three maybe even turn two 44 cents very cheap there's only 571 decks so it, you're not going to see a lot of them out there And, like I kind of said, alluding into this, it's very combat-focused. So, I see this as kind of a, a build to where you now don't have to necessarily worry about having tons of those reanimation options. Because any of those creatures that do go to the graveyard that you can't reanimate in a traditional sense, they still serve a purpose. Let's get that stuff exiled out, put a bunch of big counters on, you know, my commander for voltron damage or maybe I have a token army at this point because as I'm sacrificing my creatures to keep my commander alive, I'm getting tokens from death triggers things like that. Like mm-hmm. what do you kind of think like of Valra's Scarstripe being a budget legend?
0: Yeah, I think it's a great budget legend. I've mostly seen people when I've done when I've seen Valra takes on Valraz uh, especially on a budget. Um, it's typically more of a um, Uh, what do you call it, a Voltron deck, um, or Infect. I've seen Infect. (laughs) Um, But I think it actually um, you could, I think that could really be some interesting space where you play it. your like first ideas as a reanimator and then, but also um, have it as like, hey, you know what, if I can't seem to draw the right reanimate spells or I can't draw the, you know, what I need, uh, I can just Beat the stuffing out of somebody with a giant <laughs> Uh you know. And a lot of the stuff, like a lot of the things that you're going to use to fill your your, your graveyard, are going to be creatures. Stuff like Undead Butler yeah. and Sater Wayfinder, and those are garbage. You're once they're dead, you're done with them. <laughs> like you're, re, you're not reanimating those unless you're doing nope. something real weird. Um, so just might as well have varals, uh just get just a little bit bigger. Like, hey, you've already served my purpose. Serve it a second time, please, and thank you. So I like it. That's awesome.
1: What was the uh legend that you decided to go with?
0: I went with one um but I have been tempted to build around a number of times. Um it came out in Crimson Val. Old Rutstein. This this guy, mm. if you look at him, he looks like, um, for all of you nerds out there, I think it's an uh, uh, episode two, a little you want to buy some death sticks? He's that guy. <laughs> yeah. It's exactly what he looks like. I totally um, see that. Yeah, exactly. So uh he's actually one that i i i play arena a little bit uh mess with standard some and i have a really bad deck uh that this dude and the other one i almost built was old stick fingers so this guy and old stick fingers they're together and it's like (laughs) a bad um god it's uh it's a black green spell with flashback that makes a bunch of tutu zombies for like you know for each like creature card in your graveyard and then i give them all haste and i kill things and it's hilarious (laughs) anyways um i love it so old rutstein is a human peasant so if you uh you know are a comrade you know hey you got a peasant guess how many peasants there are in magic i've noticed there have actually been a lot more peasants
1: recently uh Um, i mean i want to guess no more than 200 no more than 200 uh 21 uh, only oh. 21 peasants they actually <laughs>
0: right they started making peasants and i think it was Eldraine. It was like the first time like you know what oh, okay we're gonna we're gonna talk about poor people um <laughs> poor farmers no less um after that and then so we've been slowly getting more peasants and i i just think it's a fun creature type um so anyways old rutstein uh one in black green uh it is a human peasant it is a rare from uh, crimson vow uh, can be had for $0.23 cents right now. Pretty sweet. So when old Rutstein enters the battlefield or at the beginning of your upkeep, mill a card. If a land card is milled this way, create a treasure. If a creature is milled this way, create a 1-1 insect. If a non-creature, non-land is milled this way, create a blood token. So I like this guy because no matter what you're milling, you're getting some kind of value. Yeah. Um, the least exciting, I'd say, what's, what's weird, so Uh, If I had to rank what I want from him, I would probably say I want the treasure the most, right? Uh, After that, blood in a reanimator deck. Pretty sweet, actually. You get to discard stuff from your hand and draw more gas. You get to put the stuff from your hand that you drew that you don't want there.
1: You get to throw it away.
0: It's great. And then you get the 1-1. Nobody wants the 1-1. The 1-1's terrible. (laughs) Um, But... If you get the one one, that meant that you milled a creature already, which is what yep. your deck was wanting to do. So it's only one at a time. But let's look at this guy. I mean, look at him. He's sitting there with a little cane. He's got his little handout. He's a one four. nobody cares. He's going to sit there <laughs> the entire game unless somebody like decides to wrath the board. And well, what are you going to do? He's going to yeah. come back for five mana next time um so he's not threatening which i also love a lot so he's gonna sit there just accruing your value and uh i i think it's i think it's a fun
1: one so i really like that how we both went with three cmc legends because we both definitely thinking like okay budget decks you need to have a lower curve um or as low as you you can try to get to because a lot of budget cards are a little bit higher cmc yeah i'm sure um I love that he gets immediate value when you cast him um, for the whole ETB. You know, Mm -hmm. it's always a feel bad when it's just at the beginning of upkeep and you're like, oh, hope and pray. My commander lives to the next turn. (laughs) Uh, At least this, you get something out of it. I do wish, though, that you got the trigger at your upkeep and him ETBing no matter what. But then I just wish if a land card would be milled
0: then you'd yeah. still get the value
1: no matter what. Because then you could do things like Codex Shredder and just you know try to get some other value out of it. So the fact that you can only get it once a rotation, not a great feeling about it, but I'll be super curious in, in the next segment, the the four different cards uh, mm-hmm. that you think uh, to help fuel this guy. So uh, why haven't you built it? What, what What's holding you back? Uh, just, I already have,
0: so I typically have a rule where I only have 10 decks. 10 decks is my max because I don't get to play um, enough to even justify, probably even that many, honestly. Uh, and I'm at eleven right now, so <laughs> I would have to, I would have to kill something off. And I'm, so I'm already at eleven, and so I think I have already decided what my my next cut is. My NES deck is is gonna go away, so uh, so I'm back down to ten. And so if I want to build anything new, I gotta cut something. And uh, gotcha. that's another another trick to building on a budget is making sure you don't have. Uh, fifty decks
1: because that's expensive. <laughs> yes, yeah. it is. I can tell you, I am now at forty five.
0: So, I think you know from personal experience. I don't see them in their background right now, but I know down there in your little bat cave, <laughs> it's also a card cave. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes yes they are uh oh god they're just staring at me right now like when are you gonna bring us another brother or sister it's like <laughs> oh there's enough of you kids i can't afford you what, can't afford what i have
0: <laughs> i think yeah i gotta sell some sell some for kidneys which is like selling the cards it's a, such a perfect metaphor i love it so much
1: <laughs> well before we head to our final section guys uh we would really appreciate you know this episode's all about budget but sometimes you need another copy of an expensive card and you don't want to go spend another 50 bucks or even $20 for some cards. Uh abyssproxyshop.com if you use code CMDtower you get 10% off. It's stackable with their other discounts and you can get playtest cards between 3 and 6 bucks with really cool and unique art from pop culture. Uh, you know, you can actually type the word custom into their search bar and actually see all the custom community art that they've actually done uh, for other people that have commissioned them. Uh, very, very great website. They're high, high quality. We're actually going to be giving away a Murder Soul Ring Elspeth poison counter and command tower uh, from them um, on that July 11th stream. So abyssproxyshop.com code CMD tower. Well, let's see what uh, and I came up for our legendaries with that Golgari graveyard archetype. We're going to be discussing the penny, the nickel, the dime, the quarter, the all right. Yeah. So do you, it's
0: Mr. Good sense everywhere. Or is that just like a Kansas thing?
1: i I don't know, but I'll tell you this: people that haven't got to they haven't been able to experience good sense they're really missing out it's that's like true their their cold cuts are probably some of the best sandwiches which oh, is absolutely
0: I've just wondered that cause every time it's the penny nickel dime the quarter, and I'm, i imagine people if they don't live in that area know they're like. <laughs> What are they? They're re- clearly referencing something. What are they referencing? <laughs> and so I grew up in Kansas and, uh, you know, Shonda too. So but yeah,
1: anyways, I, I was like, I wonder. Anyway. That's so funny. Well, uh, Oob, why don't you give us your penny nickel dime quarter first for this uh, old Rutstein. Old
0: Rutstein. So here's the thing. You stole my quarter. So I had to come up with another quarter on the fly, like literally like 60 seconds ago. Um. I stole your quarter. You stole my quarter because you talked about victimize, man. Victimize oh, is like look at that. used to be almost three bucks, and it's just been wow. reprinted into powder, and I love it. it's, it's like like <laughs> eighteen cents or something? And I think it's like probably one of the more powerful yeah, and uh, you know reanimation cards. So, uh, so you should play victimize. So that's my real quarter, but <laughs> my secondary, the silver medal. Uh, i'm gonna go with back for more have you played this one did you play any any icoria Ik- icoria was the very beginning of the pandemic so uh what maybe not thinking a lot about about magic at that point but so back for more do you so this is actually a pretty cool one um for one real reason i'll say um so it is a it's six it uh, has it's a four, a black and a green. It returns target creature card from your graveyard to the battlefield, and when you do it, fights up to one target Ooh. creature you don't control. So That's nice. you are you are getting to like get removal on it because anything you're hopefully to returning from the graveyard is gonna be big enough to just wreck whatever other creature sure. you want out there. Um but the cool part about this is it's an instant speed card. Mm-hmm. Um, if it was a sorcery I would still be like oh this is okay because it's got removal attached to it well, this is an instant speed card you can sit there and hold up whatever you want and then as it goes around and right before your end turn you're like pop and then you get <laughs> to untap with whatever stupid monster you're wanting to kill your your friends with
1: well uh, and then the nice thing is in desperation mode you can also do it to just target a death touch creature just for oh, like yeah. removal like oh man they're if they get lightning greaves or swift boots on their commander it's game over this is a great response for, for that even oh yeah
0: absolutely it's you know, or if you're, uh, you know, if maybe they're playing a fight deck, fight fight cards are have kind of there, there are more of them than you would think anymore. Yep. You can use this in response. It's like, oh, it's like you're going to try to fight my creature that I don't want you to fight. Well, I'm going to cast this and I'm going to fight the creature that was going to fight. And you sucker punch them <laughs> in the alley and it's so good. Uh, so, Back for More, I think, is actually super underrated. Uh, un- uncommon for my core. Yeah. It's actually only 10 cents. Um, So, you know hey super cheap quarter it's yeah super cheap quarter
1: well uh <laughs> what's your uh, penny nickel and dimes
0: okay so my dime um we're going to go with um rescue from the underworld so this one is a, a four and a black and it is an instant which is maybe so maybe there's a theme here i like instants, obviously yeah. uh, as an additional cost to cast rescue from the underworld sacrifice a creature uh choose target creature in your graveyard return that card and the sacrificed card to the battlefield under your control at the beginning of your next end step and then you exile rescue from the underworld so you are going to so you have to sacrifice a creature so you have to have something out there which isn't great But like we were mentioning before there's a lot of stuff that you're gonna be like one use and it's done you know you're like i said your Seder wayfinders and your um undead butlers and your other creatures that when they enter battlefield they mill or they enter the battlefield they reclamation sage something you know those kind of things they're just there for their enter the battlefield effects right um so you get to sacrifice that and then it brings back one of your big baddies. And so not only are you going to get the baddie back, but you're also getting the another ETB. And so I think that's great. It's also something that you can use uh, in response to somebody drafting the board.
1: Yeah, I like that.
0: Response to somebody trying to spot removal something because um, it's they don't come back until uh, the beginning of your next upkeep. And so... So a wrath. So it's not like they come back immediately and then they die in the wrath. It's like, okay, well, I wait till my next upkeep and Oh, Hey, they're back. It's great. So, <laughs> um, so you have to remember to bring them back because <laughs> it is your next upkeep and that, that, that can be a thing. But, uh, also the art is really rad. I love it. Oh yeah. It's the, uh, like got, got that whole like Greek myth. Theros is so fun. I love Theros. I want to go back to Theros. Again. We were just there, but it, it was good. And we can go back again. The second time it was, eh, it was fine. It was, it was fine. The first time was one of my favorites. I loved it. Mm. I'm just a big Greek nerd, I guess. I don't know. Greek mythology nerd, I guess at least. Um, so that was my dime. That one okay. you can find for 11 cents, but I saved you 15 cents on the quarter. So
1: you know, <laughs> there we so. go.
0: Um, so for my nickel, uh, I'm going to go with dire graph rebirth. Um, it is an uncommon from Midnight Hunt. It is three, a black, and a green for a sorcery. Um, This spell costs one less to cast for each creature that died this turn. And then you return target creature from your graveyard to the battlefield, but it also has flashback. So you get to pay five, a black, and a green. If it's in your graveyard already, you get to reuse it again. So this one's cool because, I mean, obviously the just five... a like in two cards having a five cost reanimate and then a seven cost reanimate in one card that's honestly that's okay especially on a budget like yeah seven is not what you want to pay five Mm-mm. isn't what you want to pay but if it's costing you a single card i'm okay with it yeah um because you just you're just you're it's little, just that little bit of card advantage um what gets really cool is if you can make some you know Sketchy attacks. You, know, you use their little one-one insects, yeah, and uh, you know throw them into harm's way, and then you're like, "Aha! I'm gonna use this for basically reanimate because it's for bla- you know black green instead of a black. It's great, um, and get to return some cool stuff." So, I think that this is, I I, I think it's an underrated one. It doesn't get see a ton of play, um, and I think it's better than people give it credit for. What do you think?
1: I I really like it. So I love the one less cast, that would apply to the flashback as well, right? Yep,
0: it does. So,
1: the the thing I like about that is this almost kind of has pseudo not infinite combo potential, but it has combo potential Mm -hmm. because it'll be, if you do it right, it costs three less to cast when you do it the first time, so it's just black-green. Well, you've already had three die, so now to flash it back, it's actually only four. You only need to sacrifice two more creatures, and then you're paying black-green again um and if you're doing Golgari Graveyard Matters you're probably doing some rigmarole where you are sacrificing a lot of your resources um so I could definitely see this card being a a great blowout absolutely yeah Reanimator is Kissing Cousins uh with Aristocrats they
0: uh I don't know if they they lock tongues or not but they they (laughs) they disappear really weird times and they come back and they're both looking a little flushed in the face. Um, so, <laughs> oh, anyways. <laughs> so my, uh, penny is a one. It's actually, this is the only, um, target that I have the only reanimator target that I have on the list. Cause I think it's super underrated. Um, also from midnight Hunt. Okay. Let, let's see if you can guess this. Okay. This is from midnight hunt. It's an uncommon. It, um,
1: is besties with Sir Conrad. Um uh, and this is a reanimation target. Yep. Was it a brand new card from Midnight Hunt?
0: It is. It is okay. a six drop. Six six. So its its a 6 drop 6 6 it has got that six 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 energy, so you know it's a demon. It's also a pupper. It's a, it's a, it's a little newts commander. L- l- uh,
1: little nudie boy. Um, I I can't I don't know. Dreadhound. Dreadhound. Dreadhound.
0: Yeah so this is really close um it's got some big sir conrad energy it's a six like i said six drop four and two black uh demon dog uncommon when dreadhound enters the battlefield you mill three cards so it's Hmm. already got a fun fun little etb it's fine yep um but whenever a creature dies or a creature card is put into a graveyard from a library each opponent loses one life
1: so that seems really good. in a deck that's it's, probably going to have a lot of that happening.
0: It's very good. Yeah. Um, I have a friend who has a Conrad deck, which is going to, like I said, playing in the same space as this. And this is like one of the best, like it just, it's like, Oh cool. You, we, we've killed Conrad a bunch. Awesome. Here comes Dreadhound, And you just get just slacked <laughs> by this thing. Um, so yeah, so it helps, it helps fuel itself, which is great. And then it just each opponent, not just one opponent, each opponent, also, it's a 6-6 six, six, and it's a pupper. It's a pupper. So yeah, it's like hey, it can pupper. block and it can attack well. So I I there isn't I don't know what else they could have added to this card to uh make it better. I think honestly it's a little bit it doesn't see as much play, partially because it's a six drop, I guess, but yeah. also because it's an uncommon. I think that we as commander play players uh sometimes can be a little prejudiced against uh uncommons. We want to see that. That gold or orange gold little symbol yeah. in the corner, and uh, when we don't, we're like, ah, this is probably a trash
1: card. Read the
0: card; it's not trash, I promise. <laughs> so that's yeah. That's I mean,
1: I-, I think I think that's a a great addition, especially for the deck that you know you were trying to do with uh, old Rutstein. So I could definitely see Dreadhound uh, contributing quite a bit. Yeah. Well, what, what do you got? All right. Yeah. So for Volraz, um I, I tried to to hit on a little bit of everything uh, of what the deck's going to be wanting. Mm-hmm. So for my penny, I wanted a creature that is sacrificed fodder to regenerate Volraz, but then once it's in the graveyard, let's figure out another way to repurpose it in a few different ways. Sure. So Halo Scarab I think is a really smart card for this type of deck. Halo, Scarab. Two colorless artifact creature insect. It's a common um, from New competa It's a two one huh two colorless exile halo scarab from your graveyard Crater creator's treasure token that's it so i look at this card for a penny it only costs us two we get it down turn three our commander's out and then you just have halo scarab there it's kind of this pseudo uh, almost kind of like how people have the uh, nev's disc like ready to go it's a rattlesnake card like up uh, mm-hmm. are you gonna are you gonna Try to target my commander. Let me sacrifice a Halo Scarab. But then once it's in the graveyard, depending on what you need, it can help out quite a bit. Like, hey, you know what? I actually need to, to stockpile some mana for a later turn for a big play. Let me go and exile it and create a treasure token. Or you could just scavenge it for two. Again, exiling it from your graveyard and then putting two plus one plus one counters on one of your creatures. So it's kind of hitting three different pieces for the deck.
0: Yeah, it's, it's like almost modal. That's yeah, that's kind of cool. Yeah, I was like, yeah, you can definitely envision scenarios where you're just like, oh, yeah, I scavenge it or you can envision a scenario where oh, I just I just need a little bit more mana. Um, yep. Yeah, perfect. That That's that's cool. Huh. I'd not ever seen this card.
1: That's <laughs> a new shocking, one Shocking, because it's, yeah, it's uh, common. Yeah. So my nickel card, uh, technically, you can get one of the copies for only a penny, but there's an oath of gatewatch right at four cents if you want to be a big spender. Uh, instant speed, and actually, I think this is a card that your deck would really want. Corpse churn,
0: corpse churn, colorless black,
1: instant, bad. mill three cards. Then you may return a creature card from your graveyard to your hand. Instant speed, two uh, mana. Oh, uh, Okay, I, I definitely look at this as uh, we've saved up mana to you know maybe do our uh, whole scarab rigmarole. Okay, don't really have anything to do. Let's go ahead and pay 2, we'll mill 3, and then we get to return a creature that we want to use that we're trying to get into the red zone. Maybe it's one of our big blowout cards that we milled early, uh, maybe it died early, whatever. I think it's just going to give us a lot of versatility and it's going to fill that graveyard with more scavenge targets.
0: Huh. Yeah, this is a this is a cool one. I had never seen this card before. Oh, really? Um, yeah, I just I mean I mean I guess I probably have isn't it, I mean I've been playing I've been playing during all of these sets it's probably just one that like I said I think yeah. I, I probably am uh, just as guilty of it as anybody it's not a rare or a mythic and I was kind of like oh yeah
1: that's yeah. yeah, no, and it's even but it's, and cool. it's even instant speed yeah uh, which it's like you would think for two mana and for the price point it's at in in the real old, uh, economy you would think it'd be a rare at least but uh no nah, it just kind of sits pretty yeah, it's not bad. Yeah, again,
0: returning a creature card from your graveyard to your hand as long as you have stuff that you're wanting to reuse, because mm-hmm. um, so you don't want to return when you reanimate our targets. You just want to return, you know, little dinky stuff. Probably more, more, more than likely. Sure. But,
1: yeah, I like this. That's awesome. Well, for the dime, this guy's going to come in right at eight cents. It's only been printed once in Gate Crash, um, and because I envision this being a combat focused deck, so Cipher, I think it's going to come into play quite a bit. I like Ooh. Midnight Recovery. Three okay. colorless black, sorcery, common from Gatecrash, return target creature card from your graveyard to your hand, and then it has Cypher. So when you cast, you may then you may exile the spell card encoded on a creature you control. Whenever that creature deals combat damage to a player, its controller may cast a copy of the encoded card without paying its mana cost. So huh. since we're going to be in the red zone, we are going to be slapping people. This gives us a way to consistently, once again, get creatures back from the graveyard to our hand so that way we can cast them to do for other things. You know, maybe they're cast triggers uh on the creatures. So we don't want to do a traditional reanimate graveyard to the battlefield. Um but I like that we're going to be able to reuse this over and over and over.
0: Yeah, it's like, I mean, in this kind of deck it's kind of like draw card, you know? Yeah. Uh more or less. I mean not, obviously not quite the same, but it's the that general idea. And I think Cypher as long as you have a way to get in, but you could, you could add little unblockable stuff like a tormented souls and mm-hmm. Solana will ledge walkers and all kinds of little random crap. And, um, cause varals can, can scavenge onto
1: anything, can't it? Or is it only scavenge onto himself? I, it, it's only creatures and right. it, but it, it can scavenge onto any creature. Ooh, that's, that could be fun. You could just put them like
0: pseudo unblockable nonsense in yeah. here and just use him to like, I guess the the flavor of this is he's like chewing the food, he's baby birding dead bodies into like all of these, into all of these other creatures. Like that—that's kind I, of what's going on, right?
1: I mean, I—I I guess the way that I more envision him is his sacrifice ability is uh, killing the townsfolk to okay. uh, have body parts to then access to like do his like build a build a man build a woman workshop. And it's like, okay, uh, it's a, a single, maybe it's a one-mana card. It's like, okay, that's like him taking a severed finger and attaching it to its masterpiece. Oh, it's a 9 9 Oh, It's like its torso goes on it. So that's almost kind of, it's like this Frank, Dr. Frankenstein type thing.
0: <sighs> that's fun. I like that. Cool.
1: So my quarter card, I, I think you're really going to like this. It comes in literally at 25 cents. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, I'm ready. Um, it's been printed twice in Time Spiral and Commander 2015. People sometimes forget there's more to reanimation than creatures. There are some great auras that do that as well. Fallen Ideal, I think, is a sleeper in this deck. Fallen Ideal. Two colorless black. Enchantment aura uncommon. Enchant creature. Enchanted creature has flying and sacrifice a creature. This creature gets plus two, plus one until end of turn. When Fallen Ideal is put into a graveyard from the battlefield, return it to its owner's hand. This okay. also would pair well with a card like Raincore. Same kind of deal. It's plus two, plus zero, and it gains Trample, uh, but it still has that kind of goes back. But once again, we're going to be living in the red zone. A, this gets us evasion. That's awesome. B, what if you don't need to regenerate our commander? but you still want to get stuff in the graveyard and you want to make sure that it's being used in a positive way. Okay. I'll sacrifice seven creatures and give this guy plus 14 plus seven and smack you in the face. Maybe it's lethal. Um, And then when most likely they decide to go ahead and kill that creature, it goes right back to hand. And I, and the reason I don't think I would go Voltron is because now this forces our opponents, to think about the modal choices. Fallen ideals always on something that's not our commander, and it's like, well, what do you want to do? Do you want to get rid of that creature, and then Fallen ideals just going to go back to my hand? You want to try to target my commander? I could just sacrifice creatures to regenerate it. It becomes very difficult for them to kind of deal with your board.
0: Yeah, I, I, I this is yeah, this is one I've, I've, I've seen before, but it's been a minute. Like it hasn't been reprinted in forever. I'm, I'm kind of surprised it's only twenty five cents. Um, it's a free sacrifice outlet. Yeah. which is big that's and it's in the in like auras like i mean you know if you've played magic for any amount of time you know that the crappy part about auras is that they fall off and they're just card disadvantage god forbid you try to you know attach it to something and then you know they remember <laughs> gets removed in response i guess in that case this is still going to go away because it's well no
1: because it would it would have tried it would have gone to the battlefield nothing to attach to it so then game state it has to go to the graveyard
0: okay guys so yeah then maybe the yeah it still goes
1: from the battlefield
0: yeah interesting so that so yeah the fact that this is re you can reuse this is really rad yeah in the um evasion with verals. yeah this is this is a great great addition to the deck i love it awesome
1: well guys that was the episode uh oob do you have any last thoughts on like golgari graveyard or any uh tips for people out there trying to build one of these on a budget
0: on a budget man um yeah i think the biggest thing is just finding good ways to get stuff into the graveyard And there are plenty of good good things that you can do things like perpetual timepiece and uh you know, uh, like I said, Ended Butler earlier, Eccentric Farmer, like there's all kinds of weird stuff. Just like be willing to look at things that might not even be coming up on EDHREC. Um, One of the things that is a weakness of the site, it's not even, a, I mean, it's a weakness of the site. It's, I mean, the whole rec itself is just, it's just a basically crowdsourced thing. And it's, so that they're only getting information from what people, uh, you know, actually are building, and so you don't always get some of these weird um, underplayed things. You don't, those are those aren't going to pop up. Um, and so you, sometimes it's just going to be you're going to have to go out and search. Scryfall, Scryfall is the best. Learn how to use Scryfall if you like building decks, man. It's 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 super helpful. Um but honestly reanimator super fun. I love it. Uh, I love graveyard stuff. I don't have a ton of it right now, but um I always enjoy it when I do play it. How about you? Do, do you do you have a deck like like kind of like what we were talking about? Do you have anything yeah, like Yeah. Uh,
1: yeah, so I mean I obviously I would define my Carador deck as a graveyard deck. It's, yeah. it's kind of my filthy one. Um I got a Gisa and Geralf deck that kind of is graveyard with like the zombies and, and sure. you know being able to cast them. Uh, I have my teeny weenies with Shirai. Um, so I definitely have a... And I just built uh, my Savra deck, Queen of the Golgari. That Ooh. deck is filthy. Uh, ne- next time you come up, you'll have to play it. It yeah. is a blast. Uh, I essentially uh, designed it to where I'm playing Solitaire. But what I mean by that, it's not everyone's just sitting there watching me play. It's just, I only have to focus on my board because all of my game actions will impact all of my opponents. So I don't really need to be focused on like, what are you doing? What are you doing? It's just like me playing my deck is going to slow down, make them sacrifice creatures. They're just going to lose life. They just natural attrition of my gameplay will cause them to lose. Um, and it's uh, worked. I think I've won half the games that I've played with it. So okay. that's, that's good. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, no, it's, it's interesting, guys, because graveyard just, I think if we look at recursion as a holistic strategy, it's actually really hard not to have a graveyard theme in a, in a commander deck nowadays. Um, there's just so much natural graveyard interactions that are just out there and they're just stapled to decent cards um they just kind of put them into sets so you're you're going to see like even my silencia carametra deck has like a graveyard kind of synergy in it with some of the angels mm-hmm. so um i do see it being a, a very popular archetype um and i definitely applaud people that do it on a budget because i'll say if you want to be a lazy deck builder you just go look at the most expensive cards and Golgari graveyard decks like a Marin deck and yeah you could drop a couple thousand dollars and just net deck from somewhere else but I think if you learn how to do the Scryfall advanced search engine you'll find some very cool things like Halo Scarab Uber had never even heard of it but that might be a viable card in a multitude of other decks on a budget. Um, you know, Corpse Churn, Midnight Recovery, The Fallen Ideal. So that's an area that I actually think probably in a future episode, me and Tuck probably need to do, uh, hey, how do you use Scryfall's advanced search engine well mm-hmm. um, and publish it? Because uh, you know, I think there's a lot of people that are under, under utilizing that tool.
0: Yep, totally agree who the person who runs scryfall is basically single-handedly holding up like the every every other like content or a uh, deck builder <laughs> like all of it like depends on scryfall like yep. it all is like it's like this whole huge like big thing on this one little block and if that block anything ever happened to that block <laughs> we would all be in trouble it'd be awful um so scryfall's great
1: yeah because lord knows gatherer sucks
0: it really is not good man it's uh don't even get me started dude
1: well guys thanks for visiting our humble budget shop and this is mr combo number five saying thanks for stopping by bye